An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Web at episode 364. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi J. And as always, it is so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the Smoking Pod studio. How are y'all doing, kids? Everybody holding on? Everybody doing all right? Everybody trying to keep positive in these quarantined times of social isolation? We're all distanced, but don't forget... We are all one with the force, and we are together. I'm thinking of y'all. I know we're all going to be okay. Just hold on. Just hold on. So, here I am, trying to provide you with a little little tidbit of entertainment or information or whatever have you during these trying times. This week on the show, I get together with a very good old friend. My friend, your Uncle Anthony. Mr. Anthony Rutgazer, a.k.a. Anthony Kingdom James. Anthony is the host of the Handsome Genius Club podcast, as well as a comic creator and writer in his own right. And we got together just to talk some shit as we do occasionally. That's what we did this week on the show. You can also hear this on the Handsome Genius Club podcast. Look it up. Check out Anthony's work. He's been putting out uh, content every day, trying to keep people entertained and keep himself entertained, frankly. Uh, so yeah, we've been going live a lot on the Facebook, so make sure that you're following An Elegant Weapon's Facebook page, An Elegant Weapon. We've been jumping on the Zoom bandwagon and doing lots of uh, live episodes. Had a good chat with Sean Daly and Bob Sally the other day. I was also very honored to appear on Drunk on Comics, 420th episode. Wonder why I was on that one, huh? A lot of fun we had. Thank you, kids. Uh, good times indeed. Uh, so yeah, this week we get together, we talk some Star Trek, we talk some Chord Team, talk some other nerdy stuff, and we just talk. It's me and Anthony Rutgazer. Please enjoy. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I I said I actually tweeted uh, I think yesterday that um, when all this is over. Uh, we're going to lose hello as a standard greeting and uh, how you holding up is going to be how people greet each other. Pretty how you much. holding up? Isn't it a how scary time when people are talking about that we should just not ever shake hands again? We should just exclude that. But I mean, it kind of makes sense when you do think of like the culture that we love. When you watch Star Trek, Vulcans don't shake hands. It makes perfect sense. No. Why would you just rub your germ? You know, that's not a way to meet someone new to rub your germ. No, but but I mean, right? I, I, this might be apocryphal, but you know how the tradition of shaking hands supposedly came about, right? I'm not sure. Might Is be something I've seen on YouTube. Some European weirdness about uh, uh, enemies meeting on battlefields or, or or in private and making sure that they weren't carrying weaponry, you know, because your hands, right, right, you can right. see each other's hands. But I mean, uh, that, that's also kind of behind the theory of where cheersing came from. 
clinking your oh, glasses yeah. is that back in the day you used to pour a little of yours into them and they would pour a little of theirs into yours just just in case you were poisoning, poisoning them each other. <laughs> so you're home all the time what's that like uh oh it's you know what it's actually pretty good <laughs> what i don't have to deal with the humans for the most part that's that's my dream that's my <laughs> my always dream coming to life um the um the fact that i haven't actually uh made physical contact with another human being in just over a month that kind of sucks uh because uh the last time i made physical contact with a human being was really fun and uh (laughs) and i was hoping for more of it right 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 I read you, man. It's uh, (laughs) it's a strange time. Yeah, I'm quarantined in a house with my ex. Yeah, (laughs) you poor silly bastard. All I have for social interaction and uh, well, you got the munchkin, right? Well, yeah, the kids around. um, Yeah, and that's a lot of fun dealing with a kid who's actually. I expected him to be a lot more bored than he has been like they're yeah. just thriving online right now because they're all off so they're all online together right yeah we, we've yeah. kind of reached that point where most parents have like gone ahead and they're letting the internet raise their child at this point. <laughs> well that's not a concern of mine that's 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 for you parental types you breeders well it's been pretty easy we got see uh his mom's laid off so she's home yeah uh and uh, he does a couple hours of schooling every day. And, you know, I've got him doing trends and habits just to kind of give him some sort of semblance of a routine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm still working. I'm very lucky that I'm still working. So I can get up and I leave the house every day for eight hours. And then I come home and cook dinner and it's all the usual shit, right? So wait a minute. You're still working? Yeah, man. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because I'm like the I'm doing hydro work, so I'm clearing trees from hydro lines, and okay. that's essential because we got to keep that power flowing. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Oh my so, God, can can you imagine combining uh, the pandemic with um, say the you remember the North American blackout from 15 years ago? If one that bad, that would be horrifying. Because I have yeah. seen a few people the past few days who were out of uh power i saw a few friends on facebook who had lost power arnold trinidad was out of power for a a little bit of time there and he was running uh he was trying to finish his art running off like uh batteries and stuff wow (laughs) he's like okay my laptop's got two hour battery time it's go time (laughs) (laughs) well i mean from yeah for me it's been it's been relatively uh easy um because I'm I'm a homebody to begin with, so not dealing with uh, not dealing with the humans has been more or less fine. There are a handful of people that I sorely miss right, right. now. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, get on with your, get on with <laughs> How's your life. How's it been for you creatively then? Because I know a lot of people have, you know, been able to take advantage of it. A lot of, for a lot of creators, it's kind of just, you know, I mean, it's a big hit with all the cons going away financially, but as far yeah. as day to day activities, most of these creators are used to it anyways. Right. 
Uh, so their their habits don't often change, but yeah. But there's a lot I know and have seen who are kind of in a funk and have not I, been I, able I, to take advantage of this time. You know, I I've been in a funk, but I was in a I was in a writing funk before any of this happened. It, it's been right. it had been months since I had uh, sat down to write something, and um, for me, I had gotten very used to uh, writing at work. I, I've right, written right. A, a lot of the stuff that I've produced and a lot of the, I mean, you know, that's including all the stuff that nobody has. Uh, there's my show text. Somebody always texts me during the show. Nice. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, even the stuff that, that people haven't seen stuff that's been, you know, sitting, uh, waiting for me to get back to. It's all stuff that I wrote at work. And, um, so, a couple of nights ago, I finally, uh, I finally sat down to to you know put pen to paper as it were to put Apple pencil to iPad screen right. and uh, <laughs> write a new. Um, I'm rewriting a, a graphic novel, and uh, it was it was a matter of changing the focus of the second and third act and uh introducing a new character and i had to rewrite all of that synopsis and and i finally got it done and i was very happy um now you know now i, I need to settle into a routine of daytime typing or daytime writing here at home and um oh, i've probably got about i got about six weeks to two months i figure uh, by the way, things sound like let's 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 face it. They canceled uh, they canceled Carabana, uh, the Caribbean Carnival here in Toronto. They've canceled. I think Brampton canceled all their uh, their Canada Day celebration plans. Yeah. It, the local municipalities are canceling things through the summer. The summer is shot. We ain't going nowhere. I think Anytime. the year is shot, man. I really do. I think uh, I don't know about the year. I don't know about the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit forward so I'm not two miles away from the uh, camera here. <laughs> um, I don't think the year is shot, but I think the summer is definitely shot. May, June, July are done. Yeah, and um, which is a shame because uh, I know um, you know March we missed Toronto Comic Con. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we were supposed to be going to Calgary for Calgary Comic Expo. Hey, I was really so, looking forward to it. Yeah, so far I've missed Calgary and, and yeah. Toronto and yeah. uh, and Philly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greater right? Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Calgary Comic Expo rescheduled, uh, Informa rescheduled that for July. I want to say it's like 19th, 20th, 21st or 20th, 21st, 22nd, somewhere, whatever that weekend is on on your uh, on your calendar. And I still have my spot there, but um, who knows? Man. I just don't think who it's going to happen. I don't right. think. It, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. A lot of and, shows rescheduled to uh, Motor City as well. You know, they rescheduled, and everything's later now. I know Philly's happening in September. Philly is the week after uh, Fan Expo. Fan Expo yeah. Canada is supposed to be the week before Philly, and yeah. Philly would be then happening on Labor Day weekend. I think. So, wow, who knows, man? So many cons are probably going to run into each other now, right? Yeah, if if 
if conventions want to reschedule, if they want to recoup some of the investment that they've already made for this year, as opposed to waiting for uh, 2021, then they're going to try and and pick a date for this year. Um, a convention like TCAF, Toronto Comic Arts Festival, right, which is dependent right. on uh, you know the central or uh, the Toronto Central Reference Library and being able to pick dates with that facility where they can more or less shut down big parts of the library. Um, that got canceled. Yeah. It, it's just, it's not feasible for them to, uh, to, to have rescheduled, I guess this is speculation on my part. Um, but, um, but uh, a company, a, a for-profit like Informa, um, they're well, going to want to... I think there's a lot of to... global... Sorry, I think there's a lot of global travel involvement when it comes to... TCAF. Oh, yeah. TCAF so has other. a lot of... You know, you know yeah. like Fan Expo, sure, you get a few coming in, but a lot of people coming in from the States. But TCAF yeah. is very, very, you know, it's very specifically global. you got people coming yeah. from all over the planet for that. Yeah. And, and let's face facts. You've been to TCAF you know what a sardine can especially the main floor of that building becomes uh or the stairs trying to get from floor to floor and tcaf is the precise opposite opposite of social distancing (laughs) (laughs) there aren't six feet to be had between people right so um so yeah, let's not let's not reschedule our event and then touch off, you know, uh another bout of a uh, lingering coronavirus. Well, here's the thing. Okay, people. a lot of people are talking, you know, of course the conversations going around and around about time limits and when things could open or how long and this and that. But I think what we're really starting to see especially in the past few days is the divide between countries. Yeah. Oh yeah. In our unique situation being connected to the United States of America. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people are factoring in how it's going to go with each country handling it in the different ways that they seem to be handling it. Well, Close that border. Uh, you know, I have a feeling that border is going to stay closed for a long yeah. time. Man. Yeah, I think Especially, it really. Has did you to. see the press briefing tonight? No, I didn't. I, I can't. I can't watch. Dude, the press briefing. no, it was. You may want to at least like check it out as as. The, what did the orange nightmare say today? He lost his mind, man, and it was literally it was like a big shouting argument match Camp. between him and the reporters. But you got to give the reporters actually a bit of a credit on this one; they weren't backing down this time. And dude, this is the biggest shit show of a press conference this guy's ever had. Okay, well, hey, yeah, Showing. it's it's nice that it's nice that uh, three and a half years in. Somebody works up a spine yeah. uh, because I mean, listen, I know there has to be an etiquette to the, that kind of procedure, that kind of proceeding. But um, the fact that so many reporters, so many journalists have uh, let Trump 
bully them and lie to them. And when uh, all it would take is one or two to stand up and call him out on the spot, fact check him on the spot and call him out and not let him bully. Even if, even if they get physically removed from, uh, from the white house for the rest of the news industry to possibly step up and, uh, and not take bullshit from a lying racist fuck on a continuous basis. This is this guy. I mean, the last few weeks, um, having him stand in his bully pulpit and uh, counteract, counter, uh, contradict, I should say, um, the, the infectious disease expert for the nation, a guy who you can go back and see interviews with from 15 and 20 years ago talking about how this kind of thing could happen. Yeah. Um, this guy who's lasted through three or four administrations uh, and, and contradict what he is saying or say something stupid and then have the man have to come up and contradict the quote unquote leader of the free world. Right. It's a fucking shit show. The other, the other thing, the, the, the one of the, the point that got me onto this was uh, the fact that uh, Trump has been, um, touting the value of hydroxychloroquine for yeah. weeks, yeah. even though there's one study out of, I believe it's England that used 20 or 21 patients. It is not a sample size, uh, not a sample size right. to be trusted in and of itself. Sure. And then um, a few days ago, it, uh, it gets reported, Hey, um, Guess who has a major stake in a hedge fund that owns the company that makes hydroxychloroquine? Well, kids, you get three guesses and the first two don't fucking count. (laughs) Because Donald Trump does nothing unless it benefits him. It doesn't have to benefit him directly like it would in this case. But if it benefits somebody who will then do something for him, that's good enough. In this case, it's direct profit that he could make well, here's what if the world me, starts using hydroxychloroquine. He announced, or tomorrow is announcing, or whatever, they put out that the task force for reopening America is being oh. assembled tomorrow. Great. Like, they're going... They're Okay. Uh. <laughs> they're even considering reopening shit is the is the end of the planet like well remember he, how he is wanted this happening he how is wa- this uh, happening that they are I'll, I'll, I'll tell you reopen the country and are not comprehending the amount of death that okay. will come of it which I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you how this happens keep our borders closed for a long fucking time yeah. but I'll, I'll tell you how this happens see what happens is the town finds it has a surplus of money and they have a town meeting to decide what to do with it. And a man in a striped suit and a straw hat walks in and he introduces himself as Lyle Lamley. And then he tells him, you know what this town needs? A monorail. <laughs> and the idiots, the idiots in town are sold on the soft soap of this used car salesman. 
and he gets to spend their three million dollars. That's what it is. It's it's a Simpsons episode. It's it's the Music Man. It's a, it's it's a bad old musical. There are there are three types of people who voted for Donald Trump. Okay. okay. Yeah. People who are too greedy to care about you. People who are too stupid to care about them their own needs. And uh, no, that's it. Just two people. Just two types of people. So you're either you're well, maybe racist. Right. Maybe rate. Yeah, racists. Okay. So you're either you're either you're either greedy and all you want is is money out of whoever uh, you will like. All you want is to 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 keep what you have and get more. Right. You are uh, when you already have too much. You are an idiot who is sold on uh, colorful words. You think you, you, you don't see beyond the veneer and realize that under the surface uh, that this man is, uh, what did I hear? Here's, I, I got a good phrase yesterday. Um, he is basically, he's a, he's a chunk of wood that's only being held together because the termites inside are holding hands <laughs> or, or you're a racist and you would never, you would never vote Democrat because that's the party of Obama and all those people. Right. Um, well, a lot of people are finding out that they voted against their personal or own personal self-interest farmers who are losing their land and can't make a dime are finding out that Trump's not for them. He's for himself. And, uh, you know, the steel industry, he promised coal would come back. Promising coal would come back is like promising promising the return of steamships, promising that we will yeah. revolutionize yeah. Zeppelin travel. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's gone. Instead of, instead of spending, tr- instead of giving trillions of dollars to the, uh, uh, industrial military complex, which even saying that phrase makes me feel like I'm some kind of conspiracy nut, but the, it's, it's the right phrase to, to people like Lockheed. And, and it, instead of giving them a trillion dollars or instead of buying new nuclear weapons, why not use that money to retrain West Virginia coal workers to install solar panels or, or windmills so that we have re- they, those regions have renewable energy and those people have jobs. Well, this whole thing is also proving a lot. It's showing how much people could actually do things differently, how much people are not necessarily required in the building or in the office, how much people oh, yeah. can actually work from home, how much more productive people can be from home. You know, there's, there's a whole bunch of weird things that are going to come out of this. And it's going to be interesting to see what really sticks, you know? I yeah, I, I think I, um, I was amongst my, you know, because I, I, I work in a nightclub. I work in a strip club. Right. Um, I, we were amongst the first businesses to uh, completely shut up shop. We, we shut down, I think, a day or two before the city started ordering. And unfortunately, maybe one of the last to reopen a place. Like yeah, that, it's a, right? that's exactly where that sentence was going. Yeah. Um, just for the nature of the business, uh, you know, again, 
ain't no social distancing where I work. <laughs> no, no. So the whole opposite idea. That is, yeah, that is, and that is the antithesis. <laughs> that is the absolute antithesis of the product we're selling. Unless you're going to so. like have some sort of glass clear, you know, plastic guard between you. Like, that's yeah, I don't want to work like whatever. I don't want to work in a, in a, yeah. I don't want to work in a 1970s New York Times Square peep show. And that's what you just described. You know what's weird, though, is the way that they've all popped up so quickly. Like every like business, in order to stay open, you had to have certain safeguards in place. So yeah. all of a sudden, every convenience store has got like a, a plastic, you know, a square plastic piece hanging from the ceiling, if need be, just yeah. hanging over the counter, like whatever it takes. They got things out like immediately, you know, and... And, you know, of course, you can still complain about, you know, whatever, whatever government's doing at whatever time. But I do feel our government has done most of what it possibly could at this point. Yeah. To to do to get a handle on things, you know, and I'm proud of the point of the fact that a lot of them have gotten pretty harsh about it. You know, I don't know if you heard about the family yesterday in uh, Oakville. Uh, oh, the family got tickets for rollerblading. Uh, they got $100 worth of tickets for rollerblading at the, you know, at the parking lot in the community center or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, see, sorry, but yeah, no. Like, you should be at home in your goddamn driveway. Like, well, there's no yeah. excuse. There's no excuse. Like, you shouldn't be on public property. If you want to go down the sidewalk and avoid people, that's one thing. But those, that, that it's well, well known that public property is fucking closed. Yeah. And not only do you traipse on it, you bring your kids on it. Like, sorry, like you deserve that fucking ticket. Ah, well, you deserve whatever you get for having kids to begin with. Fucking kids, <laughs> says the children's author. <laughs> yeah, Whenever no. I say something like that, I think to myself, man, if my agent were here, she'd hit me with a stick. That's <laughs> your, right. that's your, that's, that's your target market, here, right? Yeah, that's your target market. You're a maligning will, idiot. I, there's not many kids I know that listen to this show. So. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank God. Oh, man. So, so what are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to back to the question from long ago. So, yeah, I've started writing again. I want to. My goal right now is I want to finish the rewrite uh, on my graphic novel. And then I want to start working on some comic book stuff, which is a, I'm, I'm making a distinction for me because the graphic novel stuff is stuff that's going to go to book publishers. The comic book stuff is stuff that I'm going to kickstart, find an artist, pr kickstart, produce myself. Right. Um, so, you know, I'd like to come out of this. Yeah. Is that your cat? What's going on behind you there? Oh, yeah, that's Bradley. <laughs> i just saw ears uh yeah my goal is there you go uh my goal is i want to i want to come out of this with uh with scripts for my agent and and uh product for me to produce to you know just to have uh, on the table at conventions because sure, i've been yeah, i've been pretty lax i've been very lax about putting out new stuff since uh heroes of homeroom c and uh i've been concentrating my time on uh the book publishing stuff and uh there's no reason for me to not have comic book stuff coming out as well so i i uh that's what i'm hoping uh i get back to right now and and also i'm working on otisburg 
So <laughs> of course, I was going to ask. Uh, okay, Otisburg, does it does it cause you to get more detailed at a time like this? Uh, no, I'll tell you what it is. It's uh, I'm fiddling people who, if you're watching the video of this, I'm fiddling with my mic stand because it it hold on, it does this. Yeah, that sucks. What's wrong yeah. with that? It's really new. So there we go. There, work, it'll work stay like that. In, it'll man. stay like that. That's work good. That shit in. <laughs> Yikes. So Otisburg, so the people at home understand is Otisburg. Otisburg Lego is city. yeah. Ot- Otisburg is a uh, is. F- 40 or so square feet of Lego city. Um, and, uh, I've been working on it. I, I can't show it to you without entirely turning the computer around. Um, but just to give scale of the, uh, the operation, you have recently raised the city to I've started. a subway. I've started underneath the city. The 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 city itself is uh on top of three tabletops. Three uh each tabletop is uh 30 by 60. So it holds uh 18 Lego base plates a piece and base plates are um Yeah, the gray the gray ones, right? They're like a foot by a foot or some kind of shit. They're uh, 10 inches by 10 inches. Right. So uh, yeah. there's a road plate, okay? Right. So, uh, so my city is actually um, with, with an addition that I slipped in uh, between two tables just because there was space and it seemed like the best thing to do. Um, the city is 57 and a half base. Is that right? 50? Really? It doesn't <laughs> seem that big. Seems- uh yeah 50 yeah 50 57 really? base plates it's 57 you base know, plates. it's weird because i've seen it and oh no you haven't it. seen you you haven't seen it recently i moved it i moved it it was on this side of the of the room i'm trying to think of the last time you were here oh no you were here yeah well, you here in the chair right there we did your podcast several yeah weeks. yeah 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 so you have yeah, seen you yeah, have seen I the new version it. of it yeah you have seen the new version of it but yeah that's 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 you know what? Uh, it's weird though is is perception because like you know how i i often talk about having you know 80 plus lightsabers right yeah and i have a big collection you can see for those who are watching this video there's a few on the wall behind me um but if you walk in and you look at the collection, um, it you you wouldn't think it. You you yeah. you'd think oh that's a lot of lightsabers, but you wouldn't think that it adds up to eighty plus. Yeah. And then you actually start counting them, and when you actually <laughs> sit there and count them, all of a sudden you're in the seventies, and you're like, how the shit did it just jump to here? <laughs> because yeah. I have it really condensed, right? Like my collection, like, you know, there's 10 lightsabers in, in a row that you don't really notice. Cause there's like ones like this and stuff, but it's kind of weird how that works, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, now is, uh, <laughs> now is, is, is both the best and the goofiest time for stuff like this, because, um, you know, everything that you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish I didn't have to go to work. I would have time for this, that, and the other. Well, half of those things are cut off to you because, you know, the Lego stores closed. They shut around the world really early on. Can you as, still uh, order like, stuff? Oh, yeah, you can still order stuff. Okay, all right. That's uh, but the Lego stores and Apple stores, you know, those were amongst the first corporations yeah. to say, yeah. shut it down. Yeah, yeah. And, um, 
So, uh, like, I got to a point on Friday uh, where I I ran out of bricks. I ran out of what I needed to keep working. Wow. And I scavenged a few old projects that uh, I was going to wait and see, you know, is this useful? But it was like, no, I'll... Let me just say this now so you know. Yeah. And I don't forget. I have so much goddamn Lego, Anthony. You have, you have Star Wars Lego, don't you? Not no. Well, it's no. It's the boys' Lego. It's oh, not assembled. Okay. I've got like buckets and buckets of Star Wars Lego. Uh, you know, Ninjago Lego. Yeah. Uh, all the Marvel Lego. Like, just oh my god! With all. So if you're ever like in need of a brick, <laughs> you, you hit me up, man. I think I all have right. plates. I think I have like five or six base plates. Because he well, had a I, bunch of them that he was building all his stuff on, right? It's not base plates that I'm looking for anymore. I my plans changed uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, early early on in in the shutdown, uh, I realized that for the the length of the uh, structure I was building, that base plates, the regular base plates, were starting to bow up at the corner. <laughs> so then I had to. Awesome. I, I had to work out a new plan and I've got nothing here that within reach that I can show you. Um, but I had to work out a new plan that involved, Oh, I can, in, instead of, uh, instead of the large, let's take this off. Instead of the large base plates, like the one I showed you, I started using plates like this, the four little four by four plates that the regular right. plates, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm make a a, basically make a plate a base plate with them so it's 64 of these oh my god then a layer of two by two bricks in the middle and then another layer of 64 four by four plates so i basically am creating a sturdy base plate (laughs) literally literally using up thousands okay so is there is like do you thousands have a, do you have of a lego budget i am a single male in my late 40s <laughs> i have i've never been ma- i've been engaged twice i've never been married i have no kids all my income is disposable <laughs> all my income is the- so- i pay my rent i pay my bills and the rest Fuck that. There must Brick, be other, bricklink.com. There must be other people out there that do this, right? That are Oh, sure. You know, now is there a community? Have you joined up? Have you do you talk um, to people? Are you solo on this? How there is There is a community and I am subscribed to so many Lego channels on YouTube. I'm subscribed to so many is there any uh, Lego builders are, on Instagram? Are you are is there any like uh you know are you any groups or anything? No. No, I'm not a I'm not, not a that joiner far. that I'm not a joiner that way. Uh I don't want to Do you learn cool stuff watching any of that? Do you Oh, often, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you well, hold on. Let me cool let me tricks and tips and ideas. Let me let me let me answer the the, the last question first. Um, you know that scene in Rick and Morty where they the no. first time oh, oh I've only ever watched the first two episodes. I know I'm ashamed. But now my kid's bugging. I'm me. ashamed I'm ashamed my for you. My kid wants to watch it with me. Can I watch it with him? Yeah, yeah. How old is he? Nine. Nine? Not yet. 
No, is that a push? Uh, yeah, not yet. Uh, as the seasons you, go on, seen every Friday the thirteenth there is. Yeah, as the seasons go on, some of the material gets a little adult. Yeah. So, but but Opera there's a there's a yeah. there's a scene in an early episode where they uh, they end up on this interdimensional uh, space station, which is home to the Council of Ricks, which is all of the yeah yeah, all of the ricks from all the different dimensions and he it's like the council of wells yeah he yes yeah yes yeah Yeah, only uh better uh (laughs) and but he 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 speechifies he's being accused of a crime and he speechifies to them saying you know you um all you idiots were against the government so you went and formed your own government and 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 that's that's what makes you d bags, right? I if I joined a large group based on based on only the love of Lego, it would feel to me like joining a church. And I and I am organized religion is what's going to destroy us all. So I ain't the getting collectors, involved. Collectors, in man, when you get specific collectors, they yeah, mm-hmm. they get they get hardcore i'm i'm very good i got no interest in several people who are in the hardcorest of them all and that's the star wars toys collectors clubs man yeah Uh, man these guys are hardcore and yeah yeah. one good friend in particular who has been who has become very hardcore in that community in the past few years yeah uh you know they they Nothing else exists. It's like the movies don't even exist anymore. Only the toys, man. It's all about the toys. It's yeah, I'm not I'm not interested in turning anything into a religion. And nothing past nineteen eighty-three is permissible with these guys. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I I will say this. I will say this. Uh from the time when I did collect Star Wars action figures and toys, um I, I would feel the same. Nothing passed. Like I think uh, Power of the Force was eighty five, uh, which yeah, was the yeah. last of the original uh, Kenner stuff. I agree. I'm not interested in any. I'm not. In, I'm, I'm interested. Behind, in, see these ones behind me. Not a yeah. single one of those is original. Like they're all like yeah, were made like me, in the two thousands or something. I know. <laughs> it makes me it makes me a little sad. Well, actually, no. There, there's cool little ones I've picked up, and because uh, I what I used to collect the figures before I went just lightsabers, right? Yeah. And I sold a whole bunch of them off, but there was a few I kept and a few I collected. Like there's one that uh, I absolutely love. Where is he? Here? Uh, they came out with this guy. He's not holding his uh, lightsaber, which is weird to say, but he's the uh, Macquarie design for the Stormtroopers, the original right. ones. Remember how they had shields and a lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I got his lightsaber in a container over there. But oh, I okay. love that they made figures of those. Yeah, there are, there are a few of like the black label figures that uh, that I really, really like. And I thought at one point about collecting them, but then it just, it was too much. Plus, I mean, as I, was episode behind... two. after episode two, they went crazy. And that's when I sold off my collection. I was like, there's no way I'll ever uh, keep okay. So I sold everything off and I bought lightsabers. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I think I told you about this. I, I, I met a guy who, uh, uh, twenty. He's twenty five years old, and the first Star Wars film that he saw was uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. So he saw the movies 
probably in four. in numerical order one two three four five six seven eight nine and and his response to them was eh. and i told him your your parents are uh, are bad parents you should be mad at your parents because they showed you star wars in the wrong order if you see star wars in any order other than four five six one two three seven eight nine you've blown it you've blown it right if the Darth Vader reveal isn't yeah, something isn't that you experience as a kid, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that should be that should be like your first experience with Star Wars should be that kid is really good and that man is really bad, and then you find out that that man is that kid's father, yeah, and yeah. you that should blow your mind, yeah. That's and if it doesn't, if you already know. Yeah. If you already know that this shitty little wooden actor of a kid is going to grow up to be Darth Vader, then you've blown yeah. it. Yeah, You've blown it. It's exciting, though, man. But it, it's gone back to old times, you know, especially with the glory of what was the Mandalorian, right? And, and oh, yeah. everything they're talking about that's coming forward and... Man, thank you to Favreau and Filoni. They've saved everything. They've saved. Oh, I've I've spent a lot of time on my podcast talking about how, um, uh, thank God for them for Star Wars and how other franchises need their own Favreau and Filoni. Mm-hmm. Star Trek is desperate for a Favreau and Filoni because what they've got right now is garbage. How much power do you think Kathleen Kennedy still holds? Where do you think she's at at this point? We don't hear from her nearly as much. Yeah. And, you know, you know, after Mandalorian, Favreau and Filoni can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. I, Favreau, I, especially after already being able to do whatever he wanted because of Marvel, right? So, yeah. you know, like, how is Filoni just not? the man i still don't because 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 kathleen kennedy has a contract she has a she has a you know they've resigned her fired contract or not i'm sure no you don't reasons to fire someone like no i don't think that's a i don't think that's a thing disney would do um i don't think it's a thing fire people all the damn time they fired half the people off half the star wars but this is different this is different this causes an uproar and I, I want this to preface, causes an uproar of joy amongst the fans. That's what this does. Yeah, but it, but they're not worried about the fans in this case. They're worried about uh, they're worried about business partners. What business partners? They bought everybody. There's no one left to partner with. Like fuck her. She's useless at this point. She's still useless. Gonna, he's still, She's the most glorified coffee getter in the history of Hollywood. That's what okay. I want to preface what I'm going to say by by saying um, that nothing i have to say uh has anything to do with kathleen kennedy's gender or her agenda um to diversify star wars because i believe in i believe in that part of it um, well, yeah, that had nothing there are, to do with it. There are a few there are a few YouTube channels that i follow and a few commentators that i have i have stopped following and that uh, I, I retaught myself how to block channels on YouTube right. because of the uh, the misogynist 
but hold on clap trap even, even you know if you, if you think that was purely her agenda which it was not because it's because but hold on hold on whoa, 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 whoa. because of Filoni and Favreau that we have Ahsoka Tano no 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 no, no. listen you're getting you're getting way ahead of me here you're getting way ahead of me just hang on I think you have to be able to criticize Kathleen Kennedy as a uh, as an executive and uh, her input into creative efforts um, apart from her uh, her her gender and I think that there are a lot of commentators who don't they uh, they see a woman in charge well, and that's, that's it. Uh, it is dumb. It is dumb. And that's why I won't name them here, but that's why there's a handful of channels uh, with uh, pop culture and comic book uh, commentary that I have unfollowed or I've outright blocked because in my in my use of the Internet, because I, I don't want to. Uh, here's an uh, here's the one name that I will give Ethan Van Skyver. Oh. Ethan Van Skyver uh and I'll say it here and you can oh, you can God. Yeah. He it, yeah, at what point at this is <laughs> Yeah, just garbage, just a garbage person. And um the 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 spiritual if not de facto like actual leader of uh a garbage movement. And these are the same people who have gone after Kathleen Kennedy for uh, being a woman in charge of Star Wars and trying to introduce um, uh, non-white male protagonists. And if your complaint about Star Wars is based on the fact that Rose Tico exists and not that the story itself uh, has plot holes you could drive a truck through then we stop talking if your problem is that there's a black guy who's a stormtrooper and not the fact that um palpatine hid on a planet in a cloud for 30 years creating star destroyers who's manning them where are you getting thousands and thousands of people then just fuck right off yeah. So there, there, there has to be. <laughs> I, I, I like to, I like to, to make sure that I'm on even critical. I thinking really ground. thought they killed it, man. As much as I love JJ, and there's things about those movies that I do absolutely love. Like there yeah. are bits and pieces that are yeah. fucking genius. Overall, what a fucking catastrophe. I thought it was like, there's no way you bring back the true feeling of Star Wars. It's impossible now. It's absolutely been too, uh, you know, it's been too treaded on at this point. It just cannot be. Then I watched The Mandalorian and I was like, oh my fucking God. Nobody expected, like everybody was excited. Nobody expected that to be what it was. was, Maybe Yoda aside. It's everything about it is done so perfectly well. It's it's insane. And, you know, now if they can go in their own direction, like if the rumors are true, because we still actually don't have confirmation, absolute confirmation that Rosario Dawson is playing. Yes, we do. I, I don't think we have official Disney or Lucasfilm confirmation. 
Oh, I'm going to find it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it was just that one site that came out with it and everybody was like, they're a trustworthy site. We're going. No, 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 no. A few days, a few days later, we got actual confirmation. Hang on. You find uh, that confirmation then, bud, because I'm pretty sure that we did not. Because they've done shooting it, eh? Like, it's already shot. Like, it's done. If she's Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, I know. She already was Ahsoka Tano. You know what I mean? Do you find anything there? Um... Uh, a, a few, a few different uh, sites yeah. here. I'm trying to find the one with the latest. Uh, Hollywood, Re- Hollywood Reporter, March 23rd. Um, you watch. There's yeah. no Disney or Star Wars Lucasfilm statement though has been made. Do, 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 telling do, do. you, that's the thing. Until I hear an official statement from someone involved in the actual fucking show. I will not <laughs> believe it. It's probably true. I want it to be true. I'm with it. I'm not fighting this, but I'm just saying we don't I hope you're not fighting I, we it. We don't actually know. I'm not fighting it at all. At all. I think it's great. <laughs> but you know, I, I just until I hear it from them, how can you possibly delete, believe it? Okay, this might sidetrack us, but I, I I have to tell you something from a uh going back to a personal conversation we had a few weeks ago. So I kept giving uh, the seventh season of Clone Wars a try. And, the new uh, one? I haven't watched it yet, actually. No? no? Oh, what's the matter with you? I've been working. Believe uh, okay. Not, I, 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 I got into it. I got into it. But I'll tell you that um, what I said at the time, whole, uh, you know, after the first episode or two holds true, is... Um, uh, I have no interest in the clones. Sure. I have no interest in the story of that of uh, what's what's the Rex, Rex yeah, yeah, and yeah, his yeah. group of his group of of of, of twin brothers. Right. I have no interest in the clones because that's what that's part of what I disliked about the prequel movies. Right. Sure. So why do I want to get more in depth with a thing I don't like? The only thing I'm looking forward to, and I don't know that this is uh, that this will happen on the show, but it makes sense it'll happen. Uh, otherwise, you know, what's the point of a, a, a of a wrap up season of this show? Is I'm I'm interested in uh, when we get to Order sixty six. Once that order is given, because. Because uh, th- th- then I'll be interested in the clones again. <laughs> uh, how, do they all just turn on on uh, Skywalker and Kenobi? Well, have you watched any other seasons of the Clone Wars? No. Oh, so you don't even know what's going I've watched, on. I've watched. A, I've watched very, very, very little of okay. the show because the clones I've have tried. chips in their heads. Yeah, and those chips get activated for. Order 66. Right. What I'm so telling Rex you. and a few others had, de- there was one clone trooper that had a defective chip, yeah. which led to them discovering the chips, which led to a bunch of them removing their chips. Ah, uh, okay. So there's a, the right. Rex and a few of them don't have their chips. Okay. So they'll just be fine. But the rest of them will like, like, yeah, they'll go into it. And the saddest thing about that is, uh, see, you know, the Tartatovsky Clone Wars, the animated ones, yes. yes, they were fucking genius, and there's zero reason for them not to be canon. They're not considered canon, yeah, and I don't understand why because they literally go right into episode three, 
after Mace Windu has crushed Grievous's chest. Right. And then he gets on the ship and escapes. That's why Grievous is coughing and choking at the beginning of episode three, because Mace Windu just fucking did that to him. (laughs) So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes along with. uh, But I mean, I don't I don't see a huge point to this season. I don't understand why they did it, because we already know all the main people involved survive. Yeah. So what's the point? Like, literally, like, we know Ahsoka survives. We know Rex survives. We know Darth Maul even survives. What's mm. the point? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> you know? Well, I, like I say, I, I'm, I want to... Right now in the series, they're doing some um, Ahsoka stuff. Right. Which is interesting to me. And uh, I want to... I want to see where that storyline goes and I want to see the very end. I want to see what leads into uh, the, the story of the movie. And if it's anything parallel, because I mean, one of the things that I like, and I, I, I tweeted about this a couple of nights ago was um, the old uh, in the, in the early eighties national public radio in the States did a series of radio plays based on the original trilogy. And who and played the, Yoda? Uh, pardon me? Do you know who played Yoda in that? I do not remember. John Lithgow. Yes. Yes. With Brock Peters as Darth Vader. And for it has to be sure. Yeah. But for A New Hope and for Empire, they had uh, Mark Hamill and they had um, uh, oh. Anthony Daniels. Uh, and they had, uh, I want to say Perry King is his name. Um, who? Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna uh, look this up real. real Where are we going quick. with this, though? What was the point? Oh, that I. I, I want to see. Uh, I. I like how the radio plays embellished on the movies and added material. You know, uh, that's kind of what this show exists to do, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, maybe it improves on that. Or so, Mandalorian. Maybe it improves on on the uh, uh, episode three. You know what I can't by adding more material to it. They're going yeah, to do is I never never crossed my mind that I was going to get to see a lightsaber battle on the Mandalorian, but now I may easily. Yeah, you, know, you might. You might see Ahsoka's blazing white blades smashing against the dark saber, like. That was the craziest thing. That was my favorite Star Wars moment ever, perhaps, for yeah. me personally, was the fact that was the leap. That's when, that's when it all became possible. When they actually took something as non-cinematic as the Darksaber, something from the fucking cartoons, yeah. and, and then put it not only into live action, but made it that prevalent in the story well hey you don't i i I can't even i still it still shocks me that i saw that thing yeah but you don't you don't think let's trust them to know what it is you don't think filoni is going to create six seven years of this animated series and then not use his own his own material i don't see how they just seriously why do they not just give it all to him now and be like make the movies make the shows make it all you're the new george lucas go ahead like how do they not make him feige 
How is there no Star Wars Feige yet? Well, like I know it's you can you can you can blame George for that, George. Uh, George, I blame him for that. When he when he made the sale, yeah. When he made the sale, he's yeah. He's the one who who backed Kennedy to to take over the studio after he went, and he thought that she would um, uh, shepherd his vision in a continuing way uh once they were at disney once they were you know park the studio at disney she'll take all she'll take all my notes she'll make the movies that i was planning to make and they got in there and uh she has no creative juice whatsoever she's an accountant she's a money person and and uh given creative control she um she fell apart. I wonder whose so. final idea it was and decision to make everything canon legends. I don't know. Because listen, what, like, like, Kennedy, listen, Kennedy doesn't on. even fucking know there are comic books. Listen, there's, <laughs> there's an entire Marvel universe, right? Yeah. And as genius and as unique as a lot of things about the cinematic universe are, it was all built on the comic books. Mm. still continuously is built on the comic books and they thrive off their source material. Whereas star Wars did the literal opposite mm-hmm. and told its source material to go fuck itself. Well, listen, you and I have had this. I have a Lego brick separator. Yeah, you and I have had this discussion before. So times, yeah. I know. The, look, here's the so thing. That's why we just got to talk about the Mandalorian and how fucking it saved everything. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you, hope, you, and I cannot wait for more. You brought this up. So now you get to listen to me again. Um, the more issues of comic book, the more novels, the more cartoons that you, uh, that you create the more that you add to canon the more that you handcuff the uh the people creating the movies going forward and let's face it the movies are what drives this franchise you cannot put the cart before the horse and the cart is the 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 cart is comics and books and blah 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 the it's the horse the horse is is what leads this that's the movies the problem is that they have a shitty horse so when you come along you get Filoni and and Favreau and they create a new uh they create a new a new sh- a series out of uh the existing material they're they basically they're showing that they had they can they can create a new horse they've got a pony uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a pony they can take the old horse out behind the barn and put two in its head and and hitch their cart up to the pony you know what i think the they're doing is, though, i strong. think they're gonna hooch i think what they're doing that's even more genius though is they're hooking it up to both yeah, I think they're leaving them both. But you, my friend, for a while, you my right? you my friend, you my friend are so attached to the shit that's in the cart. You care about the books and you care about the comics and you care about the cartoons 
over like, like you just fight no i don't five seconds ago it, though like don't like yell MCU, over me well the mcu plays with it right they figured out a way they don't follow shit like like they're the bible it's all inspiration right that's more what i mean i don't want them to literally make the comics and the books but i mean feloni is smart enough to have started taking them more like cherry picking like he brought uh-huh. them back right like he, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth my friend he was able to take thrawn and make him canon again because he realized this is too good a piece of the old canon to leave out of canon yeah right? but you're you're talking you're talking that is what i'm saying they're not doing you, enough of that you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because you i've seen you throw a fit I've in person before my eyes. I've seen you throw a fit when when talking about how all of this legacy, all this legend shit is getting wiped out, and they don't yeah. care about it. Who fucking cares if they can go back and everyone that spent twenty years reading and being immersed? In you, hold on, did you? Is their only Star Wars? That's who fucking cares. Did you? Did you read it and You're did you enjoy it? Oh, there's only the movie snobs. I own no, much no, no, of no, no, it, no, 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 and no, I no, no. enjoy all of it. I love. I didn't it. say I love it more than the movies. The movies are shit movies. They're not okay, but I didn't though. say that They're there's awful, only the movies. Awful movies. The books are well written. They're good stories. The comics are amazing art. Good stories. They're even better quality. With okay. Ideas. Okay. Let me ask you something though. You read them and you enjoyed them. Yeah. So who fucking cares? Because they're better they're, than no, no, no. Listen, us. if they're they've got than, if they've got the movies, if they've right. got the movies, my problem is my pro my problem with involving canon from books and comics and whatever. Uh, in that is, do you if if you're taking all of that as Bible? Here again, we get into the idea of creating a religion. I'm not out saying of, Bible. I'm saying wait, inspired, wait, you know, like wait. Marvel does. Don't don't answer me before I've asked the question. Then hurry up and spit it out, man. Oh fuck! You've known me a decade. <laughs> you know that my question. You know I'm gonna fucking take forever. Jesus. But if you if it shut the fuck up if you. <laughs> If if you treat all of that material as as equally precious as you do the movie scripts, which are the money makers, that's what I'm saying. Those are the money makers. That's the tip of the spear. If you treat all that precious, you handcuff your writers as to what they can write going forward. Okay, and any change that they make, you you don't seem to mind. You don't seem to mind them creating a new version of a character for the MCU. But I saw you lose your fucking shit when they said all of this Star Wars material, all the Dark Horse comics, or all the Marvel comics from the past. None of that means a, a none of that means a, a tinker's okay, cuss look, to what we've created going look, forward. We're wiping out all that continuity. Look, I think. Wiping it out completely was the wrong idea. It was a bad thing to do. Those books still awful. exist. Right. They didn't pile up all the Get books it. in the town square Listen and set them on that. fire. MCU, right? They change a lot when they need to, but everything comes from the heart of the stories of those books. And they use those books as their guides, right? They use them as the inspiration for these movies because these ideas are the things that fuel everything, right? Whereas all those ideas for Star Wars were literally ignored and tossed away 
until Filoni found a way to start using the good ones. And just like Marvel would have done, took a character like Thrawn, changed his backstory, changed his origin, changed his the reason for his involvement in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But at least he was able to reintroduce this vital character back to this universe that was so important to everybody rather than just ignore a okay. whole bunch of shit, right? Does that not make sense? It does, but but can, can we point out that what Filoni's actually done is revive, is, is, is canonize the shit that he himself created. He canonized not just he's done more than just he create what he created though. He has brought more in than just his own ideas. He has referenced stuff from other stories and other books and okay. other comics. So he can cherry pick. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying, but their whole intent was barely to cherry pick at all. Like to okay. I hate that they stuck with being like they painted themselves into a corner. And they put handcuffs on themselves by thinking they had to stick with the Sith. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why not a new enemy? Why not a new badass enemy? Whether it was the Yuuzhan Vong or not, why did they have to stick with the Sith? The Sith were destroyed. The prophecy was over. Let's move on and there can easily be a new threat. Every Marvel movie had a new threat culminating in Thanos. Right? And now mm-hmm. Thanos is done. Do you think they're going to bring Thanos back? No, he's dead twice over. Right? So mm-hmm. now they need a new thing. Where Star Wars made this vicious mistake of going back to the well of the fucking Emperor and back to the well of the Skywalker name again. Yeah. Like, like I agree that that shit should have died, but they didn't. They had to go back to the fucking Emperor when I think there should have been a whole new fucking challenge for them to face. You That's know? because J.J. Abrams sucks. Know if I'd use that. You don't have to. You don't have to use those words. I just did. JJ Abrams fucking sucks. His Star Trek sucked. His Star well, the Wars. First one sucks. Was good. You didn't like the first one? The uh, what? First his... Force Awakens? No, his first Star Trek. No. Really enjoyed that one. That one was really good. That's your problem. I thought. <laughs> did you enjoy Discovery? That's your. That's your, did you that's enjoy your... Discovery? Hold on. That's your failing as a person. Did you enjoy Discovery? Some. I Some of. The second some season of especially. The second I, I, I I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed some of it. And Picard? Um, huh? And what about Picard? Terrible. Not as good as I'd hoped, but I, I wouldn't go as far as terrible. But yeah, not, not nearly I, uh, listen, what I hoped for. Go back, go back and check out my podcast uh, after the finale. It's yeah. terrible. It's it's terrible show. All right. Picard is terrible. Yeah. Um, the final two episodes. They are smoking weed on it. <laughs> wow, somebody's vaping. So you're gonna forgive everything. No, as long really, as <laughs> really not. Trust me. You know, my biggest problem with the show is is it Picard exists. himself. I don't mind the wacky new characters and the wacky new stuff, but he's not acting like Picard. He's acting more like Xavier. He's acting okay. like a nice, gentle. Well, okay. Picard well, was then, more of a well, badass. then you know what? Then you, you know, know what? what? The, you know what's funny? Actually, I chalk that up to his, shitty writing. I always, I never liked his portrayal of Charles Xavier because it was too sweet, friendly, old, fatherly type grandpa figure. Mm-hmm. Whereas I remember Xavier in the books being 
quite the hard ass. Like he was a pretty badass individual and he wasn't loving. Yeah, he cared and he was like good and he was not, you know, nice enough, but he was a hard ass headmaster of a school and was very right, but, strict, you know, more like Picard was in the old show. You know? Okay, but hold on, hold on, wait, wait. In the comics, the in the comics, the focus is on the X Men. You have the uh, you know, if we're talking about the original series, uh, the focus is on the X Men, and it's uh, villain of the month, you know, per issue. So there's not a huge focus on the villain. When you come to the movie, you're giving equal focus to to the team as you are to magneto because the villains following magneto his brotherhood in the movies is unimportant you could have put any set of characters as yeah. his as his yeah. brotherhood yeah. the f- the focus is on uh magneto as a villain so you need a charles xavier who contrasts that hard ass villain so i understand the the I dichotomy there but um, but my but problem my... with Picard is he has gone like that Xavier, whereas... Well, fine, but that's shitty storytelling yeah. on the part of the writers. Yeah. Except for the one scene. It was cool in the interview when he kind of tells that interviewer off in like the first yeah. episode like, yeah. you know, and tells Star- or Starfleet to go fuck itself. That was pretty good. But that's the thing. The first three episodes mm-hmm. are uh, are exciting and going somewhere and then they change behind the scenes they change showrunners and uh is kurtzman is gone you yeah it's after like, it's after episode yeah. three kurtzman is gone and shaban takes over and he has to uh reconfigure like everything right yeah. and 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 the fact is and no offense to michael shaban uh, shaban but uh uh Kurtzman sucked and he didn't do a good job himself. That series goes fucking nowhere. Um, you don't get you don't get the Riker uh, episode until what, like episode eight or something, yeah, yeah. Uh, which should have been like four or five episodes earlier. Yeah, you get zero time on the planet of mechanical MacGuffins. Um, so you don't develop those characters at all. And as soon as you meet them, one of them is turning evil and, 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 and going on her plan to destroy all humanity. It's like, you haven't, you haven't become accustomed to that character for her turn to mean anything. Yeah. yeah. The, the conclusion comes all of a sudden it, it's, it's full of deus ex machina and bullshit. And it, it's fucking awful storytelling. It is the only good things about Picard are uh, a handful of nostalgia pieces where, uh, where you're enjoying seeing Picard again. You enjoy seeing Picard have a conversation with data. You enjoy Riker and, and Troy showing up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice to see seven although here's a mostly different seven than what you uh what you remember um and uh and there's a couple of decent fight scenes and i liked his fuck i liked his i liked his romulan uh uh house servants or whatever they bodyguards whatever at the at the winery and then they're gone and we never see them again so i i i don't know who it was who said this but i absolutely agree you know what would have made a better picard series fucking his life at the winery and then he goes into paris or whatever the next town is and he 
solve some local fucking crimes. Let him be Hercule Poirot in <laughs> France with his Romulans helping him. Let it be the Picard Detective Agency. Let it be the Picard Mysteries. Why did it have to go into space? He's a, a they call the character 92 years old at, uh, in the last episode. If he's 92, I think they said more, didn't they say like a hundred and something? No, it was 92, which is wow. that's which is, I mean, that's old enough. Let him, let him daughter around the farm <laughs> for fuck's sake. Let him, let him get into a mystery with his dog. What does he have to, why does he have to save the universe again? Fuck. I just want to see, I want to see something. I want to see a good story. I want to see good characters tell a good story. It doesn't have to be giant flowers eating a spaceship. Fuck bad robot and the movies they made and fuck secret hideout and the TV shows they're making. And on that joyous note, a house of (laughs) Marvel, Marvel comics was the house of ideas J.J. Abrams and Alex Kurtman are the fathers of, of a house of shit, a house of shitty yeah, ideas. they definitely need their own. They need a Feige as well. But I do love Discovery. I really do. I, I love the shit out of Discovery, especially the second one. But uh, we'll get into it more another time, Anthony. <laughs> as I said earlier, I am an essential worker and uh, I have to go to work early in the morning. So getting late this year monday evening but uh sir yeah it's a pleasure to get together and shoot the shit with you uh, it always is even though you 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 love star wars canon so much i do i just don't <laughs> it's so good it's so so it's, it's jedi man I'm, just, I'm all about that jedi life you know three and a half good three and a half good movies you know that everything creative i've ever done in my life comes is sparked from my father taking me to the theater in the summer of 77 to see star wars but in the end three and a half good movies mine was from playing peter rabbit in my grade one mother's day class presentation and i got the lead (laughs) role of peter rabbit and i was like what is this feeling what is this feeling of fame and sensation that i'm the most important one uh hey kids uh anybody out there who's listening to the handsome genius club right now. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you're listening to an elegant weapon and uh, you wonder why is that guy yelling about nonsense? Like he's the fucking Pope. Uh, then please, I hope you'll tune into my show more often too. Get used to it. We're going to do this a lot more often now that we're. How, all, how often are you done. doing your? Sh- how often are you doing your show now? Honestly, right now because of this, I'm up for every night. I'm I'm totally just like 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 I've nothing scheduled really. I'm yeah. just kind of like let's fucking go. I've talked to a bunch of people and just been like, it's so easy to just like. It's unfortunate tonight we weren't able to hook up to the Facebook uh, live. Yeah, um, I'm starting to maybe think it's got something to do with my cash. I think I might have to clear my cash. Okay, but well, either way, I've been going on there and it's been a blast because people comment and they get involved and you have conversations and it's so easy to keep all hooked up that. You know, yeah. this is actually my couch that I'm sitting on, uh, that the lightsabers are behind <laughs> and you guys are there. So it's literally my TV's there. This is my lap. I can turn it on and off we go. So, well, uh, listen, and it records before- itself. So it just makes yeah. this whole thing super easy. It's great quality. Thank you, Zoom, for doing this because it's great. 
Well, I gotta. I, I hopefully this is recording for me because uh, I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll end up texting you in a few minutes because I I need the uh, I need the audio for this one way or the other. This is my episode for tomorrow because I I personally I have been doing since January first. I have been doing the Handsome Genius Club as a daily show. So uh, have you really stuck with it that long every day? Six a.m. Six a.m. every morning. Uh, uh, Monday through Friday podcast goes online. Wednesdays are Wikipedia Wednesdays. I read a Wikipedia page. Oh yeah, uh, you were telling me about that. That's yeah. Impressive. Uh, so That's impressive. Uh, all right. Well, I will send you this. So uh, let me get off it so I can send it to you. Okay. Hey, give uh, <laughs> give give my people your uh, your social media shit. Hey everybody, you can go to anelegantweapon.ca or where all fine podcasts are found. The page on Facebook. It's an elegant weapon. On Twitter, it's AEW Podcast. And on Instagram, it's Ann underscore elegant underscore weapon. And for your people, real quick, uh, handsomegeniusclub.com and all my social media, my uh, face, my, excuse me, my uh, Twitter, my Instagram, my YouTube, and my Patreon page are all dot com slash at my name is kingdom. All one word, M-Y-N-A-M-E-I-S-K-I-N-G-D-O-M. Kingdom. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, all we're going to have this week, kids. Take it easy.